I want to talk about uh, the four hours of uh, the transcript and the audio that we have released by the judge of the accused van attacker. Uh, we played some of it earlier on this morning, and we talked about how he had direct contact with a guy named Elliot Roger, who has become a hero around that community because he had uh, killed six people and then he killed himself in 2015. Uh, he was a very dark and violent character, full of rage, did not like women at all. And this group that he belonged to was incels. We found out after shortly after the attack that the van attacker had also posted on his Facebook profile that um, he was part of the incel movement. And in the audio from the interrogation, uh, when asked what he thought, you know, later that day or how he felt, he said, well, I felt like I accomplished my mission. Last night, I spent uh, quite a bit of time rereading this Vox article. It's called The Rise of Incels, How a Support Group for the Dateless Became a Violent Internet Subculture. It's a group of angry young men that are involuntarily celibate. They feed off each other, and sometimes they go uh, to darker places. They abuse women. Sometimes it's just, uh, you know, sometimes they sexually assault women. Sometimes they just make the women around them, their lives, horrible because they are uh, bitter and angry that they are, that, that women do not find them appealing. It didn't always start out like this, the incel community. In fact, the odd irony, it, it was started by a woman back in the 90s. And uh, it's my good fortune to have this woman on, on the phone right now. Alana is the originator of involuntary celibacy and the founder of lovenotanger.org. Alana, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you doing? I am fantastic, and I, I'm so happy to have you on the program. I want to start, you started the, uh, the website for um, which eventually uh, morphed into something really dark called Incel, but... How do you feel today when you find out that um, the police interrogation, um, the tapes are out there for the van attacker? Well, it's pretty disturbing. I just listened, or just watched the video of the tapes on your website, mm -hmm. just a little bit of this, this van murder. And, you know, it's, it's really disturbing that someone who probably started off Lonely has ended up so angry that he thought the best way to get attention was to kill people. And I think that that says a lot about our society not supporting lonely people. In the early 90s, you started off this, this website. It was called Alana's Involuntary Celibacy Project. What was your goal of the website and what was it in the early days? So it started off as a support group. It was a very new thing in 1997 to do that on the Internet. And the goal was to find people who uh, were lonely for love, who had trouble starting dating, people who couldn't figure out dating as a teenager and maybe stayed you know, inexperienced, never having love or dating or sex into their 20s or 30s or later. And the goal was to, to provide support to each other and to find someone who would research this, this phenomenon and see why is this happening? Why are some people struggling to start dating? And the project got into, it became a, a mailing list, a forum for people to chat. It was friendly at first, 
Uh, there was a little bit of research done by some sociologists, but it didn't go very far, and I kind of drifted away, and I, it wasn't you know interesting to me anymore. Uh, and then I lost track of it, and and it became um, it became men only. When I started it, it was all genders, all orientations, and so what I've done now is I've started a new project focused. Uh, on all genders and all orientations, people who are lonely, inexperienced, struggling to start dating. Have you kept track of how the incel movement has changed since you started it? So I I know what's happened now, but I did not keep track of it from about 2000 until 2015. Um, I was not aware that it was gradually becoming men only and more sexist and more hateful. How did that make you feel? I mean, is there any time where you think, oh, I wish I hadn't started Atlanta's involuntary celibacy project? Or do you feel they're completely separate? Well, they're certainly not separate, and I don't feel good about it all. Um, I wish that I had put more effort into it back in the 90s, to, and, and I wish that I had understood about the moderation that's needed. Because uh, what I've realized now is that, yes, People who are lonely and struggling with dating do need peer support. We need to talk to each other, uh, but it needs to be moderated and and needs some counseling or assistance from people who have started dating, who do understand more about uh, about dating, social skills, uh, love and romance. Because if you've never experienced that, you have a, there's a lot of things you might not understand. And there's a lot of things that people start imagining that there's a lot of constructed reality mm-hmm. uh, in in the incel community, which is really really awful. Did it, it? Did the incel community? Did that actually help you? Um, I had already started dating, so it didn't really help me personally. Okay. I started the website after I got my first partner. How did you find out about what happened to your movement, that it had take a darker, taken a darker turn? It was a bunch of misogynists that hated women and had nicknames uh, for women and men that they dated, and yeah. uh, things were turning, uh, you know, darker. Well, I found out in 2015 after the Elliot Roger murders, and I was actually reading a, a feminist magazine in the bookstore on the Danforth, uh, I think in the Book City. You know, it was very, uh, you, you know, um, uh, very Toronto kind of thing to do. But I was finding this out, and and then uh, there was a magazine reporter who contacted me soon after to ask me about the movement, how it started. Uh, because of the Elliot Roger murders, and then you know lots of attention since the the, the Van murders last year. I was reading this Vox uh, article, which is really great. It's called "The Rise of Incels: How a Support Group for the Dateless Became a Violent Internet Subculture," and it is all uh, you know. It's written by a guy who managed to talk to people that are reform members of Incel and get the skinny on what was going on. Uh, he he really uh, gives a good picture of what's happening one incel member said most of the incels i know are around 16 to 30 years old they've been either bullied have autism or just conventionally unattractive faces and they operate online and you know the size i guess we have no idea of how big the size is because of the nature of the internet and 4chan but we know that the incel community attracts the type of lonely people that are that are bitter and feel like they need community. How do we counter that? How are you trying to counter that? So I believe that there's a number of things that need to happen in society. 
Uh, I think that there needs to be less stigma about being single or being a virgin. Those, those are issues that are actually making things worse uh, for single, lonely people. I believe that our schools need more uh, education, not just about sex, but about relationships, how to get along with and connect to other people. Um, and I believe that our schools and our youth uh, need to be, uh, we need to be aware of who's having difficulty with social skills and connecting to other people. And they're fairly so, obvious. You know. So, I mean, shouldn't yeah. schools already go, wait a minute, you, hi, how are you? Yeah, exactly. Can we, you know, can we have you talk to our our counselor a little bit about why you're having some trouble connecting to other people? Because what I found is a lot of lonely folks, it's not just about finding sex or love. They have trouble making friends. They have trouble finding good jobs because it's all about social skills and self-confidence. So if somebody is feeling unloved, not worthy, not confident in themselves, and they have some sort of gap with communication like autism or just social skills in general, then they're going to have trouble getting along in life. You've started a new project. It's called Love Not Anger. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, so I'm trying to encourage the whole world uh, to do research and provide support for people who are struggling with dating. Uh, I've done a survey that uh, you can find the results on the lovenotanger.org website, and it shows that there are some causes like social skills, like anxiety and depression and self-confidence that are the big issues for people who are alone. Um, And I'm trying to tell people it's not just about physical appearance. I mean, yes, you want to look your best self, but there are a lot of things that make someone desirable or attractive. There's a lot of things that make people available and make them better at making connections and invitations to be social. Um, so I've started a, a new project as part of it to do support uh, for lonely folks. Uh, it's called Connect to Hope. You can find the link from lovenotanger.org. And I'm trying to get... Uh, some support information out there that's, you know, advice specifically for inexperienced folks uh, who might call yourselves virgins um, and get people connected to counselors and therapists. Because if somebody's been struggling with dating for a long time and they've been feeling lonely, there's probably a lot of reasons all packed up together. They need to be unpacked and it, it helps to talk to somebody else some people can talk to a friend, but if you don't have a lot of friends, if you don't feel safe talking to your friends or other people who are around you, then it's definitely time to go see a counselor or a therapist who can walk you through improving your self-confidence and your skills at talking to other people and connecting. Are there supports for parents or siblings or teachers? There are no such supports existing. Um, So I I would say that this is, again, you know, talk to the counseling and educational people available to you uh, about, you know, if you're concerned about your teenager, you're concerned about your your siblings, you're concerned about somebody else you know, talk to that person gently and say, you know, I don't know if you would like to be single or would you like to be dating, but if you'd ever want to talk to me about Uh, whatever your issues are with being alone, feel free to open up and talk to me about it. So, you know, that's, you know, being open to your friends and family uh, is a good place to start uh, to support other people and, and to recognize that other people have struggles that they might be hiding and not talking about. Alana, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure talking to you.
Great to be on the radio. Thank you. Have a great day. That is Alana. She actually started the involuntary celibacy uh, group. It was originally called uh, Alana's Involuntary Celibacy Project. It started in the 90s, and then things turned darker, and it turned into the incel movement, which is incredibly toxic right now. But I love uh, some of the ways that she explained and, and cha- that we can change things, that we can turn things around. So I think there is hope out there, and we have to focus on things like that on a day like today.